Listen up, Maximilfs and Preda Clowns. Oh you God, that's what we're doing now. are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm your other host, Audrey. And welcome to our monthly episode, everyone. We, we are we that... are we are so totally back. <laughs> April tried to kill us, but Mostly it didn't. Nero. Yeah, I'd really had a bad time this month, but I had I had one bad week. They had several. <laughs> yeah, I just it was just it really was just one thing after another. Um, but we're back now. Hopefully, we are so fucking back. We are so fucking back to talk about two more episodes of Transformers: Beast Wars season one. Um, this is going to be interesting because I sort of half <laughs> rewatched these episodes and you haven't rewatched them since you watched them two or three weeks ago. Uh, I commit to the bit and my bit is I will only watch these episodes once. <laughs> Honorable. So the first thing we start here off here with is uh, a better mouse trap. Yeah, I'm I'm opening up the episode uh, summaries as I speak right now, so I can remember what's going on here. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember some of my notes now. I understand what pterosaur immediately pussy whipped means. Yeah, so remember last episode when it it seemed like Black Arachnia was just going to leave for a while? That wasn't real. She's she's just back, um, and doing some schemes with the other Predacons. Yeah, so it is specifically who who is it? It's Waspinator with them. Yes. So it's it's Pterosaur, Black Arachnia, and Waspinator, and they're um digging a hole because they heart hole. Um and also to deliver a sonic emitter. Um to do something uh, regarding getting into the maximal base. Uh, the details of this elude me. Blackaragnia um, keeps saying that it's not a bomb, but everything we see, it just seems like suggests it's a bomb. that it is. Yeah. Um, and Waspinator is the only one doing any real work. I mean, Pterosaur starts doing it, but then he's like, actually, I had an idea. Fuck this. To be fair, Pterosaur is only the fourth stupidest Predacon. He's not the bottom. He's not the bottom of the list. He's not smart. Well, I mean, it depends on how you count intelligence, I would say. Alright, quick Predacon smartness power rankings. Number one, I think Megatron. Yeah, Megatron is definitely the smartest of the bunch. Second... It's either Black Arachne or Tarantulas. Maybe it's a tie. The, the spiders uh, are smart. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so they're second and third. Fourth, might, I actually might give to Waspinator. He's pathetic, but he's not stupid. That's true. Although, you know, and, well, Scorponok builds stuff, but as we learn in the next episode, he he's bad at it. So I don't think you can count that towards it. Right, but, like, 
Like, that's what I mean by how you count intelligence, right? Like, are you, like, counting it just academically? Or are you counting it in, like, street smarts as well? Right? Like, common sense stuff. Oh, if we're talking common sense, then they all, they all suffer greatly from that scale. Right. Um, so my, my thing is that I think there are ways in which Waspinator is smarter than Pterosaur. Absolutely. For um, one, Waspinator then it's Pterosaur. Never... All I, yeah, all I know is Scorpinox at the rock bottom. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think he just stays there thinking about the future additions to the Predacon ranks. Scorpinox is the stupidest guy. So congratulations. Anyway, this is all. He this... finally won at something. He, you did it, buddy. So they're 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 fucking like trying to dig and dig dig a hole into the base. Meanwhile, on the Axelon, um, Rhinox is is demoing his new like home defense system called Sentinel. Hey, and what does Sentinel do? He uses a specific word here. What does he say? Um, he he makes the beast impregnable. Hmm. Well. Thanks, Rhinox. <laughs> Megatron will see about that. Mega, Megatron's never seen a base he can't impregnate. Um, but basically, what this whole thing is, it's it's kind of, it's it's focused on like non-lethal defense, seemingly. Uh, because there's a lot of like stun guns and shooting people with these weird ropes and tying them up. I don't know what that's about. Oh uh, yeah, Dinobot Shabari moment. Yes, and ever, got it. Ever, <laughs> it's all coming back. <laughs> and and Optimus is like, "This is great. I love this. Hang on, I'm getting a scan. Waspinators around. I got to go deal with that. I guess." Yeah. Also, Tigatron's here. Yeah, I got to go hook up with Tigatron. He's you know around. So we're gonna we're gonna meet up and we're gonna deal with Waspinator because Waspinator needs me the leader's attention. Yeah, he's a ser- well. I guess it's because he's the only one who can fly. Once we get Air Razor in 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 this business, I feel oh, like God Waspinator. I feel like Waspinator will become much less of a pressing matter. Yeah, she's kind of the Skyfire, huh? Yeah, <laughs> the desperately needed air support. So while 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 Primal flies off, I I love w- what happens with the Sentinel thing because immediately Dinobot is just like, "What is this fucking pussy bullshit? Non lethal takedowns? What the well, fuck?" Well, I want my my line for it is, "What pansy ass non lethal bullshit is this?" Uh-huh. Um, but before we actually get Dinobot's reaction, we get Optimus and Tigatron confronting Waspinator. Um, because Waspinator looks at them and goes, I'm going to beat you, Optimus Prime. And I, my note here is, oh, Waspinator, sweetie, aim lower. <laughs> aim way lower. Way, way, way lower. But yes, back at, back at Sentinel HQ, uh, Dinobot is unimpressed. And Rattrap, of course, unwilling to allow his husband's hard work to go insulted like that, uh, arms Sentinel and sh- and uses it against Dinobot, thus leading to your to Dinobot Shibari moment. Dinobot Shibari moment. This makes him very mad. <laughs> Dinobot. The the great thing about Dinobot is that he kind of like 
poses himself as like a anti-hero Spock kind of figure. You know, like really high in command power and and mostly really logical and then just flips out at the smallest things. He's like IDW Prowl. Yeah, because his instant reaction to this, he gets he gets fucking got by the by the thing and rat traps like hooting and hollering and guffawing. <laughs> And then immediately he turns around to try and <laughs> fucking destroy Rattrap. Rattrap dodges out of the way and Dinobot stabs his sword into the center console, thus causing it to explode and go haywire. Now, you might think that this would render Sentinel inoperable. And it kind of does, In wit- by if by inoperable you mean cannot be operated by other people. However... It is still operating, except now it's gone sicko mode. <laughs> yeah, so it was 99% ready for deployment. The 1% that was not ready was that Rhinox had not installed the, like, these are the people who are supposed to be here chip. So now it just recognizes them all as intruders. Yeah, so Rhinox is, like, explaining, it's like, you guys have ruined everything. And I was like, well, to be fair, Rhinox, the safety switch should be added before the deadly weaponry. Yeah, you kind of did that out of order, buddy. I also yeah, not love... only, not okay. only is Sentinel not recognizing um, the Autobots, the bigger issue, the actual thing that Rhinox hadn't put in was, like, an emergency off switch. Yeah, you can't turn it off. Um... Yeah. The way you gotta turn it off is to go to the center of the Axelon and fucking cycle the power. Um, Also, I love that when everyone is, like, freaking out and trying to get out of the base because they don't want to get, you know, killed by their own security system. Rattrap says that it's his fault that this happened because he he knows. Look, look, at a certain, there's a certain point where you have to understand what happens if you piss Dinobot off. He will smash the nearest object. Yeah, this is this is I I think like a running game that Rattrap has, and every night before they go to sleep, Rhinox tells him to cut it off, and Rattrap says sure, hon, and then doesn't. Yeah, but I do. You know, here's the thing: we already getting some some fucking uh, character development here. Do you think like pilot episode or like episode three Rattrap would ever take? responsibility for his actions no no not no at all. and i think well i think i i think last week well <laughs> uh in the last episode we saw rat traps tr- true turning point with yeah. the playing playing traitor thing um where you know if you're gonna be a rat be a rat all the way there you go so the rest of the Maximals, like, get out of the base and get lock- gets locked down. Tigatron and Optimus are are still trying to figure out why the fuck Waspmater keeps hovering around this particular area. Um, and Optimus gets a call saying the Sentinel is online and he goes, Uh-oh. That's bad. That shouldn't be happening. Oh, shit. Um, we do need to talk about why Waspinator is actually there. Because they don't necessarily understand it, but we get to see that Waspinator is experiencing a, like, 12-year-old's, 12-year-old writing fanfiction's idea of what a sugar high looks like. Yep. 
He's on a sugar high. So Optimus says, hey, Tagatron, can you deal with this fucking wasp guy? I need to go see uh, what is happening at my base. So uh, he Primal flies off and Tagatron goes back on the hunt. This is yeah. where <laughs> the best part of the episode starts. Secret tunnel. So the rest of the Maximals are trapped outside of the base. Dinobot does tell Rhinox that he built a better mousetrap. He loves to drop the title. Um, Leo also, pointing. Nobody can call him. Rattrap's communications are entirely cut off. Nobody can call him. It's because he's dead. It's because Sentinel has killed him. Everyone everyone believes, well, he's, he must be dead. Everyone has so little faith in Rattrap. Um, but actually what we see is Rattrap surfing on the anti-friction liquid and doing cool flips and stunts and saying that this is a perfect obstacle course for spy guys like me. The Sentinels, the new rats are of New York City. That's right. He's he's just in fucking American Ninja Rat Warrior right now. He's having a great time for the moment. He will stop having a great time shortly. <laughs> yeah, he does get the shit kicked out of him a little bit in this episode. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's it's basically just, at this point, Rattrap climbing through the Axelon, trying to get to the core computer, and just dodging all of the cr- insane shit that Sentinel is throwing at him. Yeah, my my next note is Rattrap, Rattrap, give me an answer, do. <laughs> There's a... Because he's getting into the guts of uh sentinel oh yeah he is he is crawling through the vents he is ripley right now these wounds they will not hear um there's also i have a a note here that i'm not sure what it is oh that's what it (laughs) what uh one one quick note is when optimus um leaves tigatron to go back to the base is he's like don't worry tigatron i'll send back up and tigatron just like don't I'm good. <laughs> like, don't insult me. I, you, I, I am the best at what I do. And we see that he, he is the stealth man. Because yeah. he, he finds this cave where the three of them are still trying to blow a hole in, in, a, in, a, in a wall. It's really hard. It's really hard to do. It requires three of the Predacons' brightest minds to blow a hole in a wall. Uh-huh. So he, 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 is, he is basically trying to, like, uh, stop that. Uh, a lot of things happen at the end here. So he, uh, Rattrap eventually gets to the core, right? Um, and he is, tra- the, 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 of course, the way you, you reset the whole thing, there's a really big red button you need to press. Now, it's hard to press the big red button when your security system is trying to perforate you with bullets. I mean, try harder. You're just and not also, putting in the effort. And it also like. when your central computer system is it's not built over lava, is it? It just has like a dissolver energy field under it because of Sentinel. Yeah, so again, like rat trap, rat trap, give me an answer do. Like The Maximal ship is actually OSHA compliant for the most part. It's the Predacon <laughs> ship that's just a fucking nightmare. Where the, the main living space is just an open fall into a fucking volcanic caldera. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, they uh, 
the uh <laughs> the dark side is built like um a borderlands bandit camp it is oh god <laughs> um, over Looking... lava though <laughs> yep. so there it, it's just sort of like oh here's some sheet metal we laid a across two cliffs to make a bridge enjoy don't fall off but while while he's doing that um tigatron blows up the the quote-unquote sonic disruptor uh and then acts like he don't know nobody and acts like he don't know nobody also the explosion like causes a collapse right behind the 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 axelon ever i love the shots of everyone just standing outside in beast mode looking at the ship like oh geez i hope rat trap is okay in there i mean it's less that i hope rat trap's okay in there and more holy shit rat trap just died for real and then the and then the ground collapses behind them and Tigatron pops out and everyone's just like, what is happening? But Sentinel is shut down. And we we see Rattrap about to hit the button. But everyone else assumes that Sentinel has shut down because Rattrap is dead. Right. And Rhinox is I think the one who immediately is like, no, that's my husband. Yes. I love all of the everyone eulogizing Rat Trap because Primal is the one who's like you know he was he was he was stinky he was annoying uh, he stole stuff out of my wallet when I wasn't looking he taped the toilet seat down but when you get right down to it he was a maximal you gotta hand it to him. Uh, and Under no circumstances do we have to hand it to Rat Trap, actually. And um, Dinobot says all of that, but without the you don't have to hand it to him part. Um, and Tigatron just goes, I, I didn't really know him that well. I just, I just got here, um, but he seemed cool, I guess. Here's the thing. We find out this is all totally deserved because after eulogizing him, he comes out fine in the most obnoxious way possible, <laughs> using his tail as a fake tissue to wipe away his tears. Oh, I hate him. He's such a little bitch. Oh, he's funny. Can't stand he... this rat. <laughs> and he's like, ain't I a stinker? Basically, <laughs> it's annoying. Die. <laughs> and that's a better mousetrap. Now, audience, I must ask you. Aren't you tired of being nice? <laughs> Don't you just want to go ape shit? That's what this episode is about. Gorilla warfare. Yes, spelled yeah, like that gorilla. So, we start off with Dinobot and Primal doing some plant gathering. And Dinobot um, is bitching non-fucking-stop. To be fair, the plants start gathering them back. Yeah, this is a fairly hot... This isn't like picking some flowers or taking some vine samples. This plant shoots spiked balls at you. It's like a fucking uh, Mario enemy. Yeah, Dinobot's uh, line here is, From now on, I shoot my dinner salad before I eat it. Yeah, Which, you know? Dinobot... Dino, uh, fascinating to talk, hear a Velociraptor talk about eating salads. In front of his salad? In front of his salad. But Optimus is like, hey, listen, Dinobot. 
uh, we were a, a scientific exploration mission before getting dragged into this whole Beast Wars shit. This is actually what we all signed up for, not the getting shot you know, part. Even though I'm the one who declared war. Don't worry even about it. Even though I have, as I have said before, double shoulder-mounted rocket launchers, twin scimitars, wrist launcher, jetpack. Those are all for, you know, collecting samples. I mean... If if they're if they're as as mean as this plant, maybe he needs them. I don't know. But definitely, uh, Earth. Don't worry about it. During this, Scorponok ambushes them and shoots a shoots a bee at them. I I don't I don't really understand why it has to be a bee. Uh, yeah. But he shoots a bee at, at Optimus, and it attaches to his chest. And it's carrying COVID. It's, it's it's carrying a new strain of COVID that is supposed to turn you into a huge wuss. What it's supposed to do, we learn later, is it's supposed to make whoever it touches into like a, a huge coward. Because Scorponok is a moron, it does the reverse. It does the reverse. Um, so, I, you know, back at base, something very notable happens. Rattrap breaks up an argument between Cheetor and Dinobot. You can't. He, he. He. Once again, he should really be like on the sidelines eating popcorn and throwing in jabs. But he's like, no, we gotta, we gotta be serious about this. Primal is in the CR chamber. I, I feel like with the introduction of um, Dinobot to the team, that Rattrap has really started needing to um, mature into his gay uncle role. Yeah. Um. Because Rhinox likes to stay out of things. Um, he, is, so, he is a very stoic, silent sort of guy. So it sort of actually ends up on Rat Trap to, uh, to be... I mean, Rat Trap, again, he was voted leader. Like, like people obviously trust Rat Trap, which is an insane thing to say nine epi- ten episodes into the series. But here we are. So Primal's in the CR chamber. So the bee, the, the cyber bee, as it is consistently referred to as, locks him into robot mode, which is that's a problem. That is that is generally a problem when you can't be in robot mode for more than three minutes outside of the base. Um, and also, it's given him a mental virus. Dinovot is the one who says, "Yeah." So Scorponok. Uh, tried to make a cyber bee that turns him into a coward so he would surrender. But actually... He's a he, moron and did the opposite. He turned Optimus Prime into Bayverse Optimus Prime here, is, is functionally what has happened. He's a fucking rage monster now. And he, yeah, yeah. Optimus is... Optimus, despite all his rage, he is still just an ape in a cage here as he is just yelling in this next scene. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so if you think... Yes, it has turned uh, Optimus into this and it cannot be removed. Yeah, or because, he'll die. Or he'll die and not only will he'll die... Will he die, but oh, trying yeah. to destroy... The bee uh, will uh, make it self-destruct and (laughs) blow everything to smithereens within, I believe, the term they use is sprinting distance. Yeah. Not a huge explosion, but certainly not a small one. 
Yeah, I mean, get Dinobot to do it. And we we cut over to the dark side after they manage to, like, subdue Optimus. Because he breaks out of the CR chamber and is just like, I want to fucking beat Megatron's ass in! So they gotta fucking put him in the brig. Meanwhile, Megatron is actually quite complimentary of Scorponok's work because he thinks it worked. He doesn't know yet. But the only copy of the antivirus is in Scorponok's lab. And Megatron's plan is is basically that he wants to draw the cowardified Optimus in to use the antivirus as leverage to make him surrender. Yeah, so basically Optimus Primal is like pacing the like cor- his corner of the boxing ring and is like there's an antivirus I can find the antivirus um to do that I can just kill everyone while I'm still under the effect of the virus cheater let me- let me out and cheater's like no negative consequences sure boss <laughs> yeah he, he's like hey cheater what if what if you just what if you just let me loose and point me towards the Predacon base something bad could happen there and cheater's like yeah, that sounds good to me. Everyone else immediately realizes that this is a terrible idea. Um, actually, it's very funny because che- he Primal tells this to Cheetor, and Cheetor's like, "Hell yeah, this yeah. is a great idea!" Immediate next scene is op- is Dinobot suggesting the same thing, and both Rattrap and Rhinox are like, "No, that's the that's a terrible fucking idea. What are you talking about?" Yeah, they're like, "That is." So dangerous. Why are you people so stupid? Are you 12? And Dinobot and Cheetor look at them and go, yes. Of course, Optimus immediately gets set off by a loud noise, goes into a rage, and and fucking, like, flies out of the ship, hell-bent on killing everyone at the Predacon base. Yeah, he literally just, like, sweeps all of the Maximals aside. Yeah, he just he shoots up the ship and then like all but flies through the wall, leaving an Optimus shaped hole. I think this Optimus kind of fucks. They should keep him this way. <laughs> God, just like keep a Cyber Bee around just in case. Like, hey, listen, we got to we got to break out. We got to break out Rambo Optimus. Yeah, let him have his Bruce Banner moment. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, we all we all like the 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 sort of measured scientist who's still learning how to be a leader. But what if? What if you just, like, went apeshit? Can we talk about Cheetor's, like, arming up sequence? Uh, I don't remember it, so you're well, gonna have to... he has seven identical gut guns on a shelf. Uh-huh. Why? Um, you know how, like, when you go to a character's closet, it's all the same thing? <laughs> It's all the same outfit. Same same concept, except with robot crop tops. It's beautiful. Well, yeah, I thought you'd like that. Regardless, Dinobot walks in and sees Cheetor getting ready to go after Optimus. And surprisingly, Dinobot is like, actually, maybe what we have to do here is, is negotiate and do things like the old Optimus would do. Because otherwise, he is definitely going to die. <laughs> trying to kill all of the Predacons. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, they got a virus in you too, huh? It's like, what the fuck happened to Dinobot? Um, Optimus has reached the base. Uh, They actually call Megatron to warn him. It's like, hey, Megatron, uh, your guy fucked up really, really bad. And 
Optimus has gone kill mode and is en route to your location. And Megatron's like, that's fine. I'll just kill him. And, and they like hang up and they're like, well, cool war. Nice while it lasted. Yeah, it's like, well, we tried. Um, the, the, first, the first thing that Megatron does is send Tarantulas after him. Um, he, this, he, boy, Tarantulas gets fucked up here. So, first of all, Optimus, like, terminators through a hail of gunfire. Then, he catches the, like, the missile, like, the weird kind of, um, wedge-shaped missile that the Tarantulas has. He catches it and pins him to the wall with it. So by my, stabbing him through the stomach. Yeah, my uh, my note for this is a uh, 127 hours situation. Yeah, like even Tarantulas is like this. He would he would be like this is kind of sicko shit even for me. What the fuck is wrong with him? Wasmayer gets reduced to like particulates. Obviously, instantly. We know how this goes. Um, yeah, Rip Waspinator, we knew you. And you know he Optim- as Optimus is just fucking making his way through the ship. Cheetor sneaks past, uh, sneaks past the other Predacons to try and get to Scorponox Lab. Yeah, right. so yeah, I mean the Predacons gave the Maximals a killing machine, and the machine is killing. Yes, however, it didn't actually make Optimus any tougher. And by the time he gets to Scorponox Lab, he ain't doing too hot. Because, you know, as it turns out, walking through gunfire is a really cool move, but it does hurt a lot. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, um, Megatron's just like, hey, little baby, you want this? You want this fucking... A- the, 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 like, model for the antivirus is so weird, it looks like a bottle rocket. Yeah. I, uh, my last note for this is, and this is getting a little ahead, he- but I think it's worth it in that um, he does wield the antivirus... Like a keyblade, he does. Yes, he unlocks Optimus's heart. Fuck, he does. So um, obviously, Megatron's like, "Hey, I'll uh, if you become my loyal follower forever, I'll take the B off and make you not uh, stop dying." But Optimus remembers the flowers trick from earlier. He rips the B off of his chest. And throws it at Megatron. And I love Megatron's reaction because the bee gets stuck to him when he tra- he try he transforms into he transforms into T-Rex mode and the bee gets stuck to him. And he just runs away and starts screaming f- for Scorpionok. Yeah, there's a little bit of like circus music yes. that I imagine playing it where he's because it's like I mean he has little tiny T Rex arms, so he can't reach it. So I just hear mentally as he goes running for Scorponok. As you said, Cheetor unlocks Primal's heart with his antivirus keyblade. And then Megatron gets a Scorponok. He's like, hey, take it off, take it off. It's going to blow up. Take it off. Um, and then they, we get zoom-ins on both of their faces as the countdown like gets to zero. Then there's just a big explosion. Yeah. Very good stuff. I love that scene in 999. Uh-huh. Um and the last scene is is uh, is is Optimus waking up in the CR chamber and who's who is who's at his bedside? Oh, it's Dinobot. 
Dinobot watching over him, not homoerotically. Oh, he, he's like, and he's like, Dinobot giving him, like, giving and, him flowers, not homoerotically. Uh huh. And he's like, I'm really happy to have you back and safe and normal, but I don't like you or anything. And I have to be clear, literally does give him flowers. Yes, he does. Also, he smiles, and Dinobot's face face rig is not built for smiling. That man is in a perma snarl, so it looks really weird. Yeah, but I mean, actually, I like the ending. It's sweet. It's like, oh, he's he's look, Dinobot, that that old fucking murder murder face asshole. He's he's softening up, or he just wants to get some. Either way, you know what? It's character development. He's hardening up. Either one. But um, we're we are so fucking back, folks. Um, so back. A month work worth of bad jokes just for you. Um, yeah, that's that episode. We do have God. Do we have questions? Ooh, Thank God. We have we got some questions. Let me just scroll all the way up to see if any actually posted on Twitter. Let's find out. But we do. We do have one on Twitter. From April 3rd. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Z Paladin at Mommy Amcha, our regular Twitter asker, asks, We've got animal transformers, but do they ever do stuff with plant formers? Sure, plants aren't the most in- action-intense organism, but imagine a redwood turning into an even bigger guy. All I'll say is, wait f- three years for when we start Beast Machines. There's a plant guy in Beast Machines. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in Beast Machines vis-a-vis bodies. Can't wait. I know literally nothing about Beast Machines, so that'll be an interesting learning experience for me. Me too. Now to sift through the Discord pile. Alright. First up from Machina. Do you think G1 of Transformers could have taken off if it had been mostly animal robots instead of vehicles and weapons? I think not in the same way, honestly. Because obviously obviously there were plenty of animal Transformers there all the way from the beginning. I mean, you got the Dinobots, the Insecticons, all that stuff. The Predacons, they're, they're all there. But, like, I think it's important to have a guy who turns into a truck. You know, I think I think there was a very specific. I I mean, again, think about think about where the American zeitgeist was in the mid eighties, right? Like, yeah, cars were such. I mean, cars today are still such an important part of culture, um, but they had really in the decades post war, really, um, from like the fifties on, become way bigger signifiers of wealth and um they there was a lot more design put into them uh they became much more uniquely um identifiable and silhouetted um and they were cool like i don't know when i don't really know when nascar took off do you nascar i think when i want to say that like, like formula 1 because obviously the roots of nascar are in like bootlegging races and stuff and then after right. prohibition was appealed they were like what if we just kept racing um but i th- i think of nascar as like 
an a nineties thing and it's like modern form, right? Uh, I'm sure it goes back farther than that. In fact, it definitely, yeah. but, but the, the cultural institution of NASCAR to me is like a late eighties, early nineties sort of situation. Yeah. I also just looked up formula one and that started in the fifties. Yes. So like you were like, this was basically a golden age of cars in, uh, the U.S. that I think, like, really hadn't been seen since the, like, teens. Since the 19-teens, when they were first introduced. Um, so, like, they were cool. <laughs> like, cars were, I feel like, really, really cool for one of the first times. And similarly, uh, this is sort of where we started getting a lot more, um, a lot more, uh, military applications for aircrafts yes um which again took off in world war ii uh pretty famously pretty famously um but i think this is also we saw an acceleration of aircraft technology for decepticons and the other alt modes that you see here are also indicative of the time you know i think of soundwave being a boombox being so indicative of uh the things that were cool were cool and spoke to youth right now. And it also, you know, they are, Hasbro already had G.I. Joe, um, which sort of had the market on cool military guys covered. And they also had My Little Pony, which had the market for girls uh, and animals covered. So having something that differed from both of those things uh, per- with cars, I think, was an important decision for them. It's worth noting that the the Beast Formers in G1 were very different aesthetically because th- those were robot animals. Right. These are animals that turn into robots. The, the, the alt modes for the first generation of Beast Wars characters are all pretty much straight organic later we will get wet yeah. and wild with it but for now they just turn into normal animals but don't worry soon soon we'll all learn what a trans metal is jesus um from link the Leet, who would win in a fight tfp is roided up ratchet or bw's no mercy monkey primal well, okay, uh, so here's the thing. If if we are going by canon sizes, the important thing to remember about every yeah, Beast well. Wars character is that they are considerably smaller than any normal Cybertronian. They are like, Beast Wars characters are like 15 feet tall. I think even at relative sizes, um, it would still go to Ratchet. Oh, yeah. because Because part of the whole thing was also stamina. Yes, he he can fuck lot for a long time, um, but also it, it also actually did boost his strength. Unlike Primal, who is just sort of a generally strong guy, unlike right. Ratchet. Um, Al- although you know, Primal obviously has the armament advantage. He's got a lot of guns. Ratchet only has scalpels, but he he can he can do a lot with those scalpels. Yeah. Nero from Disney Minus asks, <laughs> um, I know that Rat Trap just hit the button to stop Sentinel, but the funnier idea is that he quickly seduced it with a pickup line. So what pickup line did Rat Trap use to keep Sentinel from blasting him? Hey, baby, is that a 
Is that a disintegration turret popping out of there, or are you just happy to see me? And he fucks the ship. <laughs> and then he fucks the turret. That's the important part. Yeah, he fucks um, the turret. It's, it, it's, it, there's, look, I saw the storyboards. It's, they had to cut it. It was so graphic. I understand. I don't even know how it even got to storyboards, frankly. I, someone should have shut that down, but it's out there. Ooh, baby, That's, I'd love to explore your train tracks. Oh, what does that even mean? What train rat? He's a subway rat. That's true. He fucks the subway. Um, <laughs> from Leggy Spiderbot. <laughs> if you attended your own funeral, even either fake death or as a ghost, what would be the most disappointing thing someone could say about you? Honestly, um, the stuff they say in this about Rat Trap was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well... I didn't really like him as a person, and he was kind of stinky, but, like, he was a good co-worker. It's like, wow. Yeah, I mean, something along the line of I always secretly hated them. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. That'd be pretty. Getting ready to do my, my fucking Joseph Joestar surprise at my own funeral thing was like, I'm just, maybe I should just leave. I'll just go somewhere else. Um... Also from Leggy Spiderbot, do you think a plant transformer would work well, or would it end like Poison Ivy in the Batman and TMNT crossover? Yes, I know about Botanica. Once again, we will get we will get to that. Also, I don't. What happens to Poison Ivy in the? Hang on, this is information I don't have. Yeah, I have no idea what happens to Poison Ivy. Does she become a turtle? Because I know. I know that the thing about that movie is that all of the Batman villains um, get turned into, like, TMNT-style mutants. It looks like she just becomes some kind of horrifying plant monstrosity. Yeah, that tracks. You know, I don't... I think there is something about... Oh, the joke is that she can't... The joke is that she can't move. The joke is that she is a a, a, a tree. She's like yeah, a plant, I mean, so she can't I think, actually move. I think the issue with plant transformers is that they're not mobile. Famously immobile uh, beings. Plants. Yeah. Um, and then finally, what do you think it says about society, society that Rat Trap is a rat and a coward? When do you think a transformer who is the same or opposite stereotypes their alt mode has been done well? Hmm. I'm trying to think of when someone has done the opposite stereotype of their alt mode. When is that? When has that been done? Because, like, obviously, you know, you think of the big guys, like, Bulkhead and, and, and Brick, and you're like, they're kind of big and kind of dumb, right? I mean, the closest one I can think of is actually Skyfire, who basically immediately goes, I'm a healer, but, and then starts yes. shooting everyone, even though a he's a, starship. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a shuttle intended for space exploration he's literally like the closest thing the show has to an enterprise and he's like i'm i'm a healer but i do i do like i guess rhinox counts right because you know you think of a rhino it's like oh he's yeah you're gonna be aggro you're gonna be charging but rhinox is a very obviously he can fuck shit up we've seen this we know this he has gigantic chain guns but he's a he's 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 kind of a chill guy it is not his personality, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's, like, anyone... It's particularly hard with the car alt modes, because, like, what's the opposite of a car? You know? It's like, it's like 
All right, so it's like, you know, a sports car guy, you know, that has a personality of, like, Sunstreaker or Robots in Disguise cyber I mean, I guess... of being, like, a vain asshole. I mean, I guess Wheeljack a bit, who is a... Rally car who is a scientist. Yeah, he's an F1 car who is just, like, nuts. <laughs> yeah, who's just, like, a crazy engineer. Mm-hmm. Um can't i can't really think of many like this is the joke of this guy or like the personality of this guy is that they you they aren't what you'd expect them to be um i guess one of them that i could say would be like idw whirl but like what does a helicopter have to do with his personality well i mean it's a it's a helicopter but it's a whirly bird you know what i mean like yeah you know thinking i'm thinking about it almost every single helicopter guy in transformers kind of a sicko is is a sicko right because you have Whirl, you have blades who's like a fucking sicko guy like he's on the protectabots he's like on the medical team but he just wants to fucking fight people with his fucking helicopter blades all the time vortex the most normal man on god's does fucking pinochet shit to people like (laughs) what like what is it about becoming a helicopter yes (laughs) Spinister. Spinister, I mean, uh, uh, Arachnid. What is it about being a helicopter that just turns you into a sicko? It's because, it's because helicopter, look, if you want to look at a, a type of transportation that most frequently kills people based on how often it's used, I feel like helicopter is like number three. Yeah, I was about to say, it does have built in blades in it helicopter crashes happen all the time and they're always the worst thing in the world they exist to kill people yeah they hunger for blood um okay from ruby road rage this episode puts precedence precedence that rat trap is a spy gray espionage and sneaking what if james bond was instead of being a suave british power (laughs) fantasy a greasy new yorker um <laughs> that'd be a better i mean look they have a chance they, they they're getting a new one and i think maybe it's time to move 007 to the big apple and to be clear he fucks just as often and successfully as the suave british man nothing I, changes i'm just trying to figure out who would even play him there's no one there's no one good with like a real good new yorker accent Pete Davidson. <laughs> He's already playing Mirage. He can't. Fuck. Yeah, like who's who's the fucking New York guy right now? Like, fuck. I don't know. But look, the, like they said, they want they want an unknown '30s guy. So like, they can find right. someone. Just go pick a guy off of the subway, and like, you're James Bond now. And he goes, yeah, cool. Yeah, go to uh, open calls for Broadway casting. Oh fuck. <laughs> um. Again, from Nero from Disney Minus. When's Primal and Dinobot's wedding? Summer. They shall have a summer wedding. Yeah, summer wedding will be in June. Uh, Rattrap is not invited, but he will show up anyway. From Mimus the Gay, Daphnis. What is the most comical example of spy technology and media you can think of? Hard mode, you cannot reference totally spies. Well, then what's the fucking point, Daphnis? All right, that's fine. I'm good. It's... Literally the entire arsenal of Inspector Gadget. That's all. I feel like that's also cheating. No, 
No, no, no. We were given one thing. He gave us one thing that we couldn't reference. So, you know what? If you're not going to give me lipstick laser, fair enough. I'm going to do go-go gadget helicopter hat. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it's uh, Inspector Gadget is, is pretty high up there if I cannot bring up anything from Totally Spies. That's the whole thing, really. Um, right, like, that's the entire point of Totally Spies, which is why it's hard mode. Understood. Listen, it's a fair challenge. I get fair, it. It's fair. <laughs> I understand. But the lipstick laser is so egregious. It makes no, it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Even for Totally Spies. Um, a miserable little pile of cisgrets asks... Uh, if they made a Cybertronian-sized version of hit reality obstacle course show Wipeout, which bot would host it alongside Galactic Icon John Felix Anthony C- <laughs> Cena Jr.? Blur. Swerve. Uh, Drift. Drift cannot be the host. He is a competitor. No, he was a competitor, but then he won and he became the host. Is that the <laughs> What a that- terrible prize. <laughs> um, oh, oh. Um, Skybite. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> just, just every every time, like, well, Claire, this would be no challenge for me, Skybite, but our competitor did a pretty good job. Or you mean Skylinks. Wait, no, there's I too meant, many no, Sky guys. No, I meant Skybite. I meant Skybite, who would, who would both do that and then say, anyway, here's a great haiku I just came up with. No, I'm choosing Skylinks because I want a gigantic space shuttle dragon to host, like, a game show. I, I think mean, that's wonderful. My first answer was Blur, but probably the best answer actually is Blaster. Fuck. No, please. Blaster is the, is the fucking Cybertronian FGC commentator. <laughs> Poor Kinolos Dos. What do you think John Cena's doing hosting Wipeout? Come on. Blaster uh, is the Cybertronian yipes. I will not uh, elaborate on this. Okay, and then who would do the best worst at the obstacles and what is the show's prize? Okay, well, so we know what the prize drift. is, apparently. It's <laughs> you get to host the show, which I still maintain is a terrible prize. And then we know that Triff, uh, the prize is Ratchet's hand in marriage, and that's why Drift <laughs> does so well. Um, who does the worst at it? Misfire. <laughs> All of um, the scavengers. Just any of them. Except all- Spinister. Spinister gets second place. Grimlock. Grimlock refuses to participate. <laughs> and also with all respect to her, Aileron. Oh. She's just too round for that. Oh, but that, oh, means, she, that oh, means she would oh. bounce great, though. Oh, Cosmos. Oh! Just a fucking... The fucking compilation of all of the roundest dudes we can think of wiping out on this fucking obstacle <laughs> yeah. course. Um, great. Okay. And again from Nero from Disney Minus. Last time I asked which Disney princess hung out with which Beastie Boys. Now I ask which Disney prince ha- hangs out with them. Okay, only three of them are characters. So we get we really got to figure this out. I mean, do we count Beast? Yes. Because we should, and he hangs out with all of them. Because he is, one he is of also a Beastie Boys. Um, Aladdin and Rat Trap gotta hang out. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Eric and maybe Rhinox? Eight maybe? legs. 
seven Vaganis. <laughs> Eric, Maybe Eric and Scorp and, and, and uh, Black Arachnia. <laughs> Can I pay Richard Newman to read the <laughs> Grimsby's dialogue in that comic? Oh. Okay, thanks, Tarantulas. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> what the fuck other Disney princes even are there that are anything? Because, like, Prince Charming, I who mean, cares? Again, do we count, like, Simba? Simba hangs oh. out with Cheetor. Oh, God. I guess he does count. I would count what, him. What about... Uh, what's his name? If Christoph. Aladdin counts, I count... Oh, no, I'm not doing anything post-Renaissance. I haven't oh, watched okay. those. <laughs> That's fine. There's some okay ones in there. Um, well, who else is there, then? Does Quasimodo count? Uh, if you want him to. He would be chill with Rhinox. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if Esmeralda does, and she often does, then yeah, why fucking not Quasimodo? Who, who, like, who else is there? Like, I'm, I'm really... Uh, I guess there's, like, Shen. I guess. Dinobot. Mm, I would say Primal. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Are there any other And he's like, wow, you guys, trans- you guys can transform back and forth between different things. That's so cool and totally unrelated to my life. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty exhaustive yeah that's all the princes anyone cares about all right the, we- the farther back you get you just they, they don't, they, there's guys yeah there's dudes um, we got a bunch from pilot light Aurora uh, first up what is your ideal death trap for intruders uh, everything that goes on in Home Alone. Yeah, I was about to say, I'll, I'll just hire the fucking Kevin McAllister home security. Yeah. Um, why is the gorilla the only maximal that... Why is the gorilla the only maximal that can fly? He's the leader and he has the jetpack. He's talented. He's very smart. Uh, who wins a fight to the death? Uh, rat trap or the giant rat who makes all the rules? False question. They're the same person. Yeah, I was about to say trick question. That's the same guy. <laughs> um... The the question is really, uh, does Rat Trap beat his self loathing? That's what that question is asking. Yeah, he's um, he's gonna do the fucking Firefly Funhouse where they had John Cena fight his shadow self. Rat Trap is gonna have to fight his his fucking. He's gonna he's gonna do the persona thing. He's gonna shoot himself in the head and he's gonna fight his shadow self. Um, he was like an upstanding citizen. Um, are you tired of being an explorer? Don't you want to go ape slag? Yes. I like to see him go ape slag. Uh, this is not the last time this happens, by the way. This <laughs> happens again. And then finally, uh, from this round at least, uh, is does all Cybertronian medicine come in very huge toyetic containers? Yes. Yes. Because that's I how they sell to toys. I drink the CR fluid. Flagger on the bathwater. Jesus Christ, you just said that thing. Um... Uh. <laughs> from <laughs> my miss the game moving on daphnis um oh wait sorry nope these never are all, mind these are all just yeah well, i hope whoever is sick is feels better um uh, we can do these quickly <laughs> here's, the, the, like, here's one here's are one you down to down right here's but, a real one from pilot aurora i mean i am i was down with the sickness right I but this is kind of am. this is so because nero and i were sick for like the last three weeks on and off um 
Ruby Road Rage asked, are you down to down to down with the sickness? And Pilot Light Aurora followed up with, which Maximals are really into new metal? Rat Trap. Dino Bop, but he won't admit it. Listen, Rat Trap is New Yorican. I um, stand by this and uh, really got into like the new metal scene in yeah. <laughs> from, you know, going around, going around the city. Um, <sighs> yeah. 100%. Um, Nero from Disney Minus again. Which beasties have the bionicle dream? Cheetor. Happens every night. You can't stop it. I don't know what the bionicle dream is. I just assume it's a nightmare. Maybe we're their kind of people. Oh. Um, and, and then Ruby Road Rage follows up with, describe exactly where said bionicle dream is set. Disneyland, Orlando, Mall of America, Legoland, Beijing. Mall of America. If this yeah. is a nightmare, then it's Mall of America. God, yeah. I, I... If anyone is ever in the Twin Cities, I ask that you go to Mall of America at around 8 p.m. when it transforms into a truly liminal space. I've never been anywhere where I thought it was more likely that I would be abduct- abducted by fairies. Yep. Um, There's one more. Uh, yes. Okay. And finally, to cap us all off from Ruby Road Rage, hey, what would happen if you brought in the Dinobots and onto the cast of Beast Wars. How would the dynamics change if there was an entire group of dino thieved gym bros in the show? Well, there'd be more violence, I can tell you that much. They would not pussyfoot around with this Beast Wars shit. If there's one thing I know about the Dinobots, they don't really care about the rules of engagement for the most part. Um,. Grimlock would immediately challenge Optimus Primal to uh, single combat. And unlike Dinobot, he would 100% win. I would like to see Swoop take Pterosaur down. Yes. Some uh, fucking prehistoric jet judo, if you will. Yeah. I want it to be like the Pterodactyl versus Pterodon. Yeah. Right. Just kind like, of just like the, the scale is just like it just like yeah. swoops by and eats it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, it would it would be over in a week. That's that's what would happen. Just like the the Dinobots would roll through and and fucking solve the problem. That's what they're there for. They're there to solve problems and then also cause them. They mostly they mostly just cause them though. They like to cause problems. And you know what? Who doesn't like to cause problems? So true, bestie. We've been prime cuts, finally. Finally, again. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. I'll make a co-host at some point, probably. Um, and enjoy our Discord by clicking the link under the thing, and hopefully, event we will soon be watching Age of Extinction. Speaking of the Dinobots, so um. And probably sooner, I at least will be watching uh, Rise of the Beasts. So, oh yes. Speaking of, those beasts do be rising. I hear this. I've I've heard about this. I and I've heard that it is definitely a reboot and definitely not a reboot. But also, this look, these films have never given a fuck about continuity. <laughs> they rewrote the origin of the Transformers like four times in five movies. It doesn't matter. It's just vibes. There's an ape here now. It's just vibes. 
Ron Perlman voices a gorilla. What more do you want? Don't worry about the continuity. Stop worrying about the continuity and look at Rhinox. Don't look at Wheeljack's fucked up face. Don't do that. <laughs> I was about Don't to say, no worries, just Wheeljack's mouth. Don't look at that. Don't look at his weird glasses or his fucked up mouth. Um, just look at RC. She looks great. She does look great. That's my wife. I'm near. You can follow me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher and on co-host at Dragon Snuggler. I think that's right. That is right. I got it right. After after all these years, I got it right. You can follow my various other projects in various other places. This is Radio Free Heidelin, the podcast I do with my friend Jane, all about Final Fantasy XIV. We're doing our big old podcast on the Crystal Tower this week. The the, the a very important raid series very early on in the game so that's going to be exciting um you can find that at highland radio on twitter and at radio free highland on uh co-hosts and we have a discord for that and all of that stuff we also do talk cycles a monthly animation podcast uh that our patrons get to just like this one yes just like this one uh (laughs) different show every every month different season if it's a multi-season show um and right now once once this episode is out the poll will be over but for now uh the there are there are two front runners who are neck and neck and it is gravity falls season one and arcane are the two front runners which is a very interesting pairing i did not really expect those two to be the leads but you know what i'll take it uh, we don't have socials for that quite yet, but you know you can find that uh, wherever you can find the rest of our podcasts. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter and co-host at Optimum on Prime, my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do uh, called Pod of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh. There is now officially a card called Pod of Greed. It is a false idol. Um, do not look at it. Um, and, uh, I've also been, uh, cast in a radio drama that I hope to have more information about soon, as well as, uh, I'm starting a new, uh, podcast about the New York foodie scene on, uh, the Moonshot Network, which is called I'm Eden Here. Um, so we should have a episode of that out relatively soon. Um, I think that's it. Well, until next time, I am going to transform, build, I'm going to build something that looks like a bomb, acts like a bomb, and by all accounts is a bomb, but it's not actually a bomb. It's a new thing that I made up called uh, a sonic emitter. I'm going to transform and roll out. It's not a bomb. I'm going to pregnate the impregnable beast. Transform and roll out. Beast. Beast.